0: hello (laughs) welcome back to our or welcome to our podcast this is episode two we are a royal pair i am princess
1: and i am king
0: (laughs) and if you already listened to episode one you kind of heard our history um if you didn't that's fine we talked about our history (laughs) we've been
1: go back and listen
0: yeah um where we left off was kind of, we had got a house, we got a kid, and started doing the family thing, and working, and raising the family, and doing the adult stuff, and uh, that went on for a long time, just the grind of...
1: The daily grind.
0: Of working, and raising kid, and For.
1: having a family. For 15 years.
0: Yeah, till things kind of started to change. Um, During that time, I was, uh, and I am mostly still a stay at home mom. And I, because of that role, I got kind of everything fell to me. Uh, If there were things that needed to be done, I got to do them because I was at home and I was flexible. So not only was I taking care of our little family... Your schedule is flexible. Right. (laughs) Funny. Yeah.
1: Just, you know, making that point that your schedule is flexible.
0: Not me. You're
1: pretty flexible, but you know. Yes, okay.
0: Shall we talk about flexibility? (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. No,
1: no, no. Okay. Keep on going. (laughs) I'm listening.
0: So because my schedule was flexible, I got to take care of lots of people. Besides just our kid, it was your parents, my parents. Anything that needed to get done during the day kind of fell to me. Because okay. Princess is at home, so she can do it. We need to go here, sure, I'll take you because I'm not working, whatever. Um, so that kind of, that leads up to and builds up and you compounds get, you get my get more and
1: more responsibility as yes, of the and daily more stress and more stress of your
0: and yes on me just on my shoulders personally and um also what was going on all during that time was that I was faking orgasms during sex uh for the first about 25 years that we had sex um I could do it on my own, just uh, rubbing my clit, but um, not during sex. Those were completely fake, and um, he had no idea. Because it started from the beginning. No. So let's I didn't. talk about how difficult that was for you that I faked orgasms. Yeah, it
1: was very difficult. <laughs> Thank you for.
0: My faking orgasms was difficult.
1: Yes, you faking the orgasms was hard. To, I mean, you every time you faked them, I didn't know any different, but that's just what it was, and that's I thought you were orgasming. Right. I thought I was doing my job. Right. But what was hard was when you told me that you were not.
0: Yes, I know. I'm giving you a hard time.
1: I know you are. <laughs> you're, you're being a little shit. But that's what is the hard thing, not... Yes, I know. From a man's standpoint po- of view, it was difficult to hear.
0: It was difficult to tell you. Yes. And it that's why I lived with it for 25 years, because how do I tell you? How do I tell you that I've been faking it for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25? Right. Well, I finally had to tell because I actually started having orgasms. Like, real... You found yourself. Yeah. Through some different channels. Um, We'll back up a little. As uh, a mutual decision for the benefit of the family about three and a half years ago, almost four, we decided to... um, Not I was going to say separate, but that's not the right word. You moved out of town for work to benefit our family. And we knew it was going to be A short-term struggle for a long-term gain. Correct. And it was a lot harder, I think, than we anticipated it to be. To live separately. Yes. We were Um, still together. Yes, but but you were hardly ever home. And when you came home, it was not for very long. You'd come home, like do some laundry, and then leave again. Um, and there was no I was, quality time at home, no. And I was doing the single mom thing, um, and still taking care of everybody else in the family that I had, you know, re- become responsible for, and correct the other jobs I had become responsible for, and um,
1: out in the community. Not in the kinky community, but in no, the vanilla. No, just our
0: vanilla life. Just right. things that ended up getting, you know, piled on my shoulders because I'm at home. Oh, well, can you do this this day? Or can you do this and can you do that? And so, yeah, I'm a pleaser, and it's hard for me to say no, so... Yes, I, you are a pleaser. <laughs> I uh, ended up, you know, with lots of responsibilities on my own. and And then with the family... On my own, too. Um, it just was very stressful and hard and lonely. Um,
1: and I didn't realize how lonely it was. Well, for I, w- you. I
0: didn't tell you really either. Right. We weren't. We were kind of growing apart. Um, now looking back, you can see that that was happening. You had your life here at work, and I had my life there. And At home. <laughs> we were kind of, you know, we were going the same direction, but we we're, you know, on two different streets. That's how I think of it. We we're kind of parallel, but not on the same, we weren't on the same street. Um, and so part of that loneliness led to um, sexting for me. I was looking for initially somebody to talk to. And, uh, way back in the day, I mentioned this in the other podcast, but, um, before the kids and the house, I used to chat, like, in the old school chat rooms when we first got the internet, um, just talking to people, whatever, kind of, like, early day sexting, um, and then that kind of went by the wayside once, you know, the family and everything kicked in, but then
1: uh so you reverted back to what you knew
0: yeah i i mean it just
1: when you were home alone without me there
0: yes it mm. it wasn't necessarily reverting back but it was like oh yeah i remember i used to do this this was fun i liked it then and it's really fun now
1: took up your time when there was
0: yeah when, when i had I nobody to the- talk to and i couldn't sleep and yeah nothing to do um yeah so along that Line about that time that that was happening. My body physically was changing. I was 39. Um, and physically, I, you know, my eating habits changed. I lost about 50 pounds. Um, Good for you. I figured out I can actually orgasm, you know. Good for you. <laughs> Lots of ways. Yeah. Um, things changed. And so, um, that <coughs> kind of started us on this. That kind of was the impetus. That was where we kind of started to end up where we are now, I think. Um, mainly that's the beginning was of the my change in my sex drive for one. Because right. while I was raising kids and raising family, I had no sex drive at all, right? And towards the end, I call it the end, you know. Before I told you about the orgasms, I really wasn't like I didn't want to have sex because I was tired of faking it and I I didn't get any much out of it. It was effort. I had to, you know. I mean.
1: You were just done.
0: Yeah, I was kind of over it, and, um, so.
1: And I wasn't paying attention to that that much either.
0: Right, well, and we would go we could go three or four or five, six months without having sex, even you know ten, fifteen years in right, um, just because of life and work and whatnot, and then you moved away, and I was like, psh, I can do it on my own, and it's way more fun, and I'm not gonna we just didn't have the time or the yeah,
1: the energy to did to it deal just with didn't that. yeah, it didn't was work.
0: really falling apart, and uh. So, about, uh, let's see, what did we decide?
1: Eight months ago.
0: Yes, you're right, right? Eight months ago. I am right. Um,
1: Eight months ago. We
0: (laughs) moved back in together. So, we moved uh, the family up to uh, the town where uh, you've been for work. Right. And... That was another difficult struggle for me. Um, because gone, at this point we had... it We grew apart a little three bit. Three years apart. We had been living apart for three years. I'd so been a single re- parent for three years. We There's had to
1: a, relearn how to live back together again. A and lot that of things
0: we had to relearn. and uh, And I moved away from my hometown... My friends, my family, my everything I knew, everything familiar to a town where I didn't know anybody, and I don't make friends easily. I'm not you. No, I can. You can, can, talk, can to talk, talk to anybody about anything, and I cannot. Um, and so, there was a lot of. Um, it was hard, and I can, I can talk to people online. I can chat. Just fine.
1: And you can podcast.
0: I'm way more open, yeah, anonymously like that, than face-to-face. So, I found FET, I think, at that point, probably over the summer, Um, and for those of you who didn't listen to the first podcast, FET is fetlife.com, that's where our names come from, our usernames. It's a website uh, that's for, it's kind of like I've heard it described as Facebook for kinky people. Um, It's where you can network and socialize with uh, other people who are into kinky things, bondage, fetishes, that kind of stuff. So I found FET And started to kind of explore the idea of being submissive and being in a a dominant, submissive uh, relationship. Or wanting to explore that dynamic, I guess would be a better way to say it, than relationship. It's not like... Anyway. Um, So, as part of that, and my... Desires or awakening, like I've described this before in podcasts that we've done several times. Um,
1: that didn't get that
0: have not gotten published. That you know, once I started actually being able to orgasm during sex, our sex life turned out really great. Um, it happened more often. It did happen more often. I actually had desire, like I got horny and I wanted to have sex, like um and um so i felt like you know a 16 year old or like i should have felt way back when when we started having sex in high school you know so um i was ex- realizing that other things can actually turn me on and and that i'm not broken or weird or dysfunctional and things can actually like you know get they me excited work. yeah and so the the Dom sub-dynamic was really intriguing to me as I'm drawn to being a submissive. Um, And so as part of that, I wrote a letter uh, to you, uh, King, and was going to give it to you. I really was. I was waiting for the right time. The opportune moment. Life was... We were going through some... Struggles. Um,
1: some shit was happening.
0: Some shit, major shit was happening. And I wrote it waiting just because I needed to at least get it out of my head um, so I wouldn't obsess about it like I do about things. And uh, I didn't get a chance to give it to you. And why is that? <laughs> why? why is that? Why is that?
1: Well, I was dinking around on the computer, <laughs> as you know, and and uh, found the letter. Yeah. And read it, and uh, was taken back a little bit about the stuff that was in the letter, which you know that's all private stuff. So, unfortunately, you're not going to get to hear that. know, mm-hmm. But. No. but uh, <laughs> Something that we're not going to talk about necessarily right this moment. And... But it also awakened me a little bit of of your feelings. You were able to... To talk to...
0: It was... I was going to use it as a tool to start the conversation. Because I didn't know how to start the conversation about what I wanted. Right. Um, Also kind of what came out at that time was the sexting. Um... So, you called me to the carpet on that a little bit too. And uh, so that it all kind of blew up all at once uh, when some really bad stuff was going down. And so we had some serious discussions uh, about things and uh, about
1: life and our relationship.
0: And, and you went on FET. And did some reading and...
1: Well, after I read your letter of, yeah. of the DS type or the BDSM stuff that happens...
0: Right. Because uh, you had no
1: clue. I... I've... I mean, no, other than... I don't know what... I didn't know what that was until I read your letter and I got on a... FET and I read books and all that stuff. You know, read people's uh, journal entries and and... Really tried to understand that and what that meant. And and that's the stuff that you were looking for. And you didn't, as you know now, but you didn't know that I had um, thought about that kind of stuff in the past. Didn't know what it was called. Right. But I've thought about those types of fantasies or whatever in the past.
0: Yeah, I had no clue
1: and how our relationship has changed from what it was to what it is now is because of that letter, of you were able to write it down. Yeah. And
0: And you were open to hearing it. Correct. Too, because it could have gone really bad for me. I mean, for us, it could have gone completely, you know...
1: Right, if I... Yes.
0: If you it. hadn't responded positively like you have, it, I don't know where we would have been. So it's definitely a credit to you as well um, that, and it just kind of proves that we're we are in sync with each other and we're even though we weren't talking about it, we just got out of the habit of
1: communication.
0: Communication, which is as we listen to things about bdsm it's it's huge in this lifestyle it, communication it's like the pillar
1: it's like if you don't negotiate and 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 communicate with your person your partner, partner your top
0: or your bottom or your whatever you want to call them,
1: any other buddy else that's in the community community you're not doing it right yeah. if you're not communicating
0: well, and it really, any marriage should be like that, but it's so often it's not. It's just, you just get in the, the, you know, hamster wheel of going to work and raising the kid and, and doing the stuff that gets piled on your plate. And, um, I mean, we've taken this and used it, uh, to... You know, we do date nights now, where we never used to do that. And you read about that. Oh, you should go on a date. And it's like, Psh, whatever. We're fine. Well, no, it's for us. It's you know we, but we've also needed to establish taking more time for each other, which we got in the habit of not doing. For I was a long, long time.
1: I was married to my job more often than not. I was.
0: Yeah, you were. Yeah. I
1: put that mostly as a priority yep and
0: and then I had the family
1: and you your priority was taking care of everybody else as a care person that you are
0: right well, and to fill the emptiness of if I wasn't doing something, then what am I doing so right. but I am you know I like to please. serve and please, and that's my current role that I have on fet um is actually brat, is my actual, like, role that I chose, um, because I, I thought about submissive, but I have my tendencies to be bratty, and, uh, I thought about middle or little, but I'm not really a little, um, I'm more like the Lolita kind of older. I know about, I'm still very sexual and I have a really dirty mind and uh, that never really leaves ever. No. (laughs) Ever. So, and I also have big boobs and so it's hard for me to get past that, I think, to go into like a true little space, like into diaper play or any of that kind of stuff, which I'm not, I just can't get there. So, I'm I identify more as submissive, middle brat. He calls me his princess. I don't label myself necessarily as a princess. I don't feel that I need to be pampered or, you know, catered to or waited on, though you like to do that.
1: Yes, I do like it. That. So that's you're my princess and I named yes. you, so Yes. And that's
0: that's where that comes from. That's how... I mean, I mean if we're just going to... Um, I kind of rolled into labels, and and I kind of skipped our... Well, we're kind of no, here. No, we're there. We're looking at our notes, sorry.
1: So that's how the, I I named you yes, princess. Yes, because
0: you chose the name of king. Right. And I was not a queen. I didn't feel like a queen, so we went with princess. Yeah. But I don't... I'm
1: even though on FET there's a, a role for that or Yeah, a, you can label you can yourself, label yourself princess. as that as a mm-hmm. princess. and I'm
0: destroying
1: Yeah, so <laughs> but for myself when I first got on fed it was I put it as evolving. I think is one of the
0: labels labels that or you can roles put to, roles or whatever, or whatever you, you, you want
1: to put yourself in um in Just recently I changed it to Dom just because of a sexual experience that uh, Princess and I had. Um,
0: Which we will podcast about probably next. Maybe. Well, not tonight, but the next episode. It'll be in one of
1: our episodes soon. But anyways. (laughs) um,
0: You recently changed it to
1: Dom. I, I, I did. And I've been reading a lot of stuff on online uh reading books and doing that kind of stuff and there's a lot of people out there that don't like labels and then a lot of people that do like labels and uh yeah it's interesting that way i i I see myself as a daddy dom or a sensual dom uh-huh. because i I like taking care of you yeah and that's why I call you my princess you yes. know. And uh, when you hurt, when you fall down and skin your <laughs> knee, I like to put Band-Aids on you. And
0: I actually did that about two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. I seriously fell down and skinned both of my knees, so that's where that comes into And play. I, you know,
1: there's things that I try to do to make you feel special, and because you are <laughs> special to me, and... and
0: uh, Which is a total, like, 180 from... Where we used to I never to be. showed
1: it before. I've always had that with, you were always special to me in all of our marriage life. And, you know, since we've been dating, um, I just never showed it.
0: No. And that was, was something that was, um, it, that also got.
1: And, and I learned now that I can I can show you that and still be a man. Does that make sense to you? Yes.
0: Evan? Yes. That makes sense.
1: So, that's just how I... Yes. ...do that. Just the way this. So, I'm... Yeah.
0: So, part of our new lifestyle...
1: We try to live at 24-7 as much as we can. But we do have like, vanilla friends and... And a kid. And a vanilla kid.
0: And a vanilla life. And a
1: vanilla life. And so we try to put some protocols in, in place that we could use and kind of inside, not jokes, but inside teasers maybe or stuff of that nature that we know what that means to each other. No one else knows exactly what that stuff is, but we well, have that. And it
0: plays both ways. Like um, like one of the main protocols that we put into place... Um, for me, that I physically have to do is keeping your drink that full. That you get to do. <laughs> that I get to do is keeping your drink full. If you want more, making sure that you have... it, You know, if your drink gets low, I ask if you want something to drink. And, um, and then if I go and get you refill your drink, then returning and giving you a kiss um, when I bring the drink back. That's when I... I'm if succeed most of the time,
1: if it's available to do that, you know, right? Like not if not we're like I in I a restaurant
0: to... and it's a self serve kind of thing, right? Or we're at like one of the events we were at a social or whatever, and you know, <clears throat> I go and get your drink and bring it back and make sure you're taken care of. Taken care of, yeah.
1: And I but truly like doing that.
0: You uh, do the same for me, but
1: I do do the same thing for you. I open your doors for you now. Um, and you know, I've taken on in our vanilla life, more responsibilities, home responsibilities, not just, uh, bringing in the income. Um,
0: yeah. Now if it's not just an automatic, Oh, princess will do it. It's, you've taken on some of those things that normally would have just automatically fallen to me. Right. And, um, and Which I enjoy not, doing. Well, and they may not be big things, but it's made a big difference in our dynamic and in my life. Cause, right bef- before everything blew up, um, I was really not doing well. Um, now emotionally. That emotionally, I I was not handling things very well. Um, so those little changes, like. You know, you running someone to the doctor, or me, you know, or you cooking dinner one night, or whatever, like little things that were deciding what we have to eat. Little yeah. decisions that got to be for me huge mountains to overcome. And, and some of those things were um, just more ways I could fail. To please you, like right. not making the right food for dinner or not being here when I had to be there or being th- being there when I had to be here or um, not being able to juggle all the all the balls in the air all at the same time anymore. So that has helped my mental. Uh, t- abilities and and wherever I'm mentally at my headspace has helped a lot so right um well
1: I just know for me when you said going back a little bit to your what you just said is that me making the decision to where we're going to go out to dinner right before the letter and before all this you know, before the change. Before the change,
0: quote unquote.
1: Yeah, air quotes there. Air quotes. I would always ask you, where do you want to go? And I would I I I remember asking hey, where do you want to go for dinner, because that was me wanting to please you, because I didn't want to take you someplace where you didn't want to be. Right. And.
0: But I saw it as. Another decision that I had to make.
1: Right. It's like and then and now I see that that uh, just make a damn decision and. Move I on. don't want to
0: have to make that another decision, and that was part of the draw, especially at that time. That was another draw for me to the, the DS, DS relationship, relationship was giving up that power and giving up that not having to be in control. I didn't want to have to be in control anymore. i have been doing it for 15 years, and I was tired and overwhelmed, and I just wanted someone else to to be, you know, you need to be here, you need to sit here, you need to sit like this, and this is what I'm going to do to you, and you're going to like it. Right. (laughs) And you're going to orgasm. Right. (laughs) Okay, that's what I wanted. I just wanted somebody to tell me what to do, really, at that point, it was... Right. It was just about not having and You still to have that control. feeling now? It's not as strong. I mean, I still want it. Right. But it's not so overwhelmingly strong in me that because I don't I'm not so overwhelmed with every other decision in my life right. that I have to make, I don't I still want it. Right. But it's not like,
1: well, we've simplified our lives a little bit. We
0: have simplified our lives a little bit.
1: Um, actually, I w- I would say a lot, but uh, I
0: I wouldn't say a lot for me. Maybe for you, not for me. I think I'm still. I tend to get over my head and volunteer for too many things.
1: Right, <laughs> and I'm still controlling that. You've
0: I'm, got you've helped me, yes, rein that in. Yeah, and
1: say no. You're not gonna do that this time. Let somebody else do that.
0: Yeah. Whatever. I'm trying to get better about saying no. Too, yeah. But but you're also, I'm allowing you to... And, and that's another piece of me relinquishing the power because I've been having to have that power for the last 15 years or 20 years or whatever.
1: And um, I've always wanted to help you do that kind of stuff. But I've always felt that... I know it sounds kind of funny, but I would get in trouble or I would... I would hurt your feelings that i would I was taking that away from you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now i I can know that I am gonna take those those decisions away from you and take that responsibility on for myself right, knowing that that's gonna help you right does that make sense? Yes,
0: well, and I know and I know that um, it's okay i don't i My perspective of where you're coming from has totally changed. Like, I used to see it as a judgment about my inability... You would take that decision because I couldn't do it because I was incapable. Right. Because I was expected to make that decision and handle everything and do it. Where now I see it as, let me just help you and ease your burden so you don't have to make every decision. It's okay. Not because you're incapable, but because you're expected. There's too much expected of you. You right. can't physically do everything. Right. So my perspective and through conversations that we've had. And that
1: power exchange, as yeah, we learned from exchange. listening to Some lots podcasts of podcasts and-, and BDSM kink stuff. Uh, it's a good, it's opened our relationship a little bit.
0: It has, which is so funny.
1: Yeah and
0: it's made it better and stronger and we're in a way better place
1: yeah
0: i am personally in a way better place than i was six months ago eight months ago yeah a year ago well a year ago i had back surgery so that was fun yeah
1: so that's where we're at now i think we're <laughs> going to wrap this up and uh
0: yeah i think we've kind of talked about we most talked everything, everything on that, the on, on the, our notes finally
1: So, we're going to wrap this up and and say that... um,
0: If you want to email us with any questions, comments, whatever, if you've actually listened to this and made it this far, we have an email at aroyalpair at gmail.com. Or you can look us up on fetlife.com. I am princess15.
1: And I am king Seventy Two.
0: Those are a fet life.
1: And we have underscores in between
0: Oh, if you want to get technical. Princess underscore fifteen.
1: King underscore seventy two.
0: I'm not gonna say that every time. No, we don't have to <laughs> say it every time.
1: Just if people Occasional. want the
0: anyway, it doesn't matter. They can email.
1: They can email. And we we'll, or message. Whatever.
0: And we're probably gonna end up with a Twitter at some point, but anyway, we'll have some more podcasts about um, some events we've gone to in the local kinky community.
1: And some of our first and, time that we went to the munch. We have some podcasts. Um, some, that ideas we'll, some ideas. Some ideas that we're going to be talking about.
0: And our recent yep. uh, power exchange. That was pretty cool. So Yeah. Anyway, uh for now, that's all we've got. So we will catch you at the next one.
1: Have a good night.
0: See ya.